Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. It's so good to be back, too. Always a pleasure. Uh, we want to say, hey, listeners, thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We love doing this show. We love that you love it. It's a big old love fest. We're it all is. hugging it out. So we really appreciate you listening. Make it your Instagram story right now. Right now. Right now. Make it your Instagram story. That That's the best way to share the show. It is. We love seeing that. You, you know um, what it is? It's a non-invasive way to tell someone. You know, yeah, sometimes you're not like shouting it at them. You're just like posting it. They can casually observe at their leisure. This is what I'm doing. This yeah. is how I roll. Exactly. I listen to the U Up podcast. Um, Tag a bitch. Yeah. And today, tonight is Thanksgiving Eve. If you're listening to this right now, Ooh. which is one of the best days to be single. That is... That is, uh, I wish I had a fuck name for that, like I did Fucktember and Fucktober. It is pre-turkey mis- fuck. Well, that's Mistakes Night. <laughs> yeah. Mista- this is- well, that's why you better be coming to our shows next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you're yeah. making some mistakes tonight. Thanksgiving Eve is the night of the most regrets. You think? Oh, Absolutely. Of the it's, year? It's, right, because it's the night you're revisiting all your old people yes. that, you did, that you decided you didn't like before, but now you're going back to them because you're home and it's comfy. It's a reluctant drunk. You go back. It's that night. Everyone's like, come on, come out. Everyone's going to be there. And right. you're like... Oh, I'm gonna have to see that girl I used to like. I had a crush on. I have to see that girl that I fucked up in front of. Like all of your like the high school group, right? Is really the people that know you in the rough draft they part know of your what life. A loser, you really yeah, are. Yeah, <laughs> they know what you're like. The 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 time you called the teacher mom by accident. <laughs> like Did these you do are the stories. Everyone, everyone has stories. Like there are things you remember about certain people from high right. school that they're like, you remember that? Well, and it's like, funny. Do you remember? Um, I had a friend come to our DC after show, and she, mm. someone was talking about. I mean, like we're we obviously aren't from that area. Yeah, someone was talking about some girl from that area and she's like oh that girl like hooked up with this guy yeah. like when we were 13 and then she yeah. got her period i was like okay. and it's like we uh, we were sitting there like we don't know any of the players in this right. but they were all like ah loser period idiot girl hooked up like they all knew right. her and it's like that's what you're walking into the night before thanksgiving and because also, you over drink a little bit because you're like a little bit. Ner- you're like, oh, I have to see these people. So you get you have another the drink you wouldn't have had in the pregame. Right. You're like, okay, it's I'll a have lot a, of it's high a, school reunions. Yeah, yeah. So you're like really get. So what happens is 
You've had a little too much to drink. You're nervous about seeing these old people mm-hmm. that you want to make sure they know that you're not the loser they remember. And then you go out and you have a lot of awkward conversations with a little too much alcohol on you. And then you wake up on Thanksgiving. You're like, oh, I talked to that idiot for 30 minutes. You ever have that person that you talk to for like that you never hung out with in high school, but right. you talk to them for an hour? And then you're like, oh, I shared all this information that I didn't need to be sharing. And now the whole high school is going to know about it Every- again. <laughs> the whole high school's gonna know when when in reality no one's talking about you no one cares that much about you everyone right. wakes up the next day and go and gets in uh, uh goes into me mode that's true which is to say like oh did i say that did i make a fool the, the here's my advice for thanksgiving eve and i hope it's not too late for a lot of you it's uh, it's only 5 p.m if you guys are listening PM. when it comes out or on your road trip home this is a great road trip activity you need to have a pace car. I call it the drunk pace car. What's that? I always find someone who's a little bit drunker than me, and I make sure I'd stay behind them. Okay. As long as they're the drunkest, I'm not the one people are talking about. Okay. So <laughs> this is an evil way to go about it. So but you, I, you latch on to someone who's going to be... Reunions, right. weddings, uh, bar mitzvahs. Uh, it's like standing next to the shorter guy in the picture. Exactly. You want to make sure <laughs> there's one person a little bit shorter, a little bit uglier, a little bit fatter, a little bit drunker. Right. And I make sure, I make sure at some point in the party I go... Oh, did you see blankety blank? And I and they you go, plant yeah. The seeds. yeah, 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 yeah. I well, I I planted for myself. I planted for myself. <laughs> okay. Really, it's so that I wake up. This is all selfish, right? It's so that I wake up the next morning and go, oh wait, you did say blankety blank was the drunk pace car, right? Do you know what a pace car is? Not really. Pace car is like a, for Indy five hundred for like uh, for car races. Okay, they put out one car that sets the pace i see. so this is the p- drunk pace car is just someone to be drunker than you okay that you make sure that you if you spot them you're good you're having you're good no right. one's gonna you're gonna have a fun night you're gonna be okay if you can't find the drunk pace car it's you you're the drunk pace car okay i like that it's a good tip it's a good tip for the whole weekend including and thanksgiving dinner thanksgiving dinner if you have an <laughs> aunt who's screaming no one's talking about you right. yeah Make sure you're not the drunkest or the craziest person in the room. No, you, this is <laughs> well. That my my sisters and I would always like fight with each other, and like we would always be, wind up screaming at each other. But it would be like the person who's not screaming is always like the winner of the argument. Of course, because they're the one who doesn't look like a lunatic. Well, yeah, because and and you're the one that's not giving. There's a point where you're screaming at someone where you're always going to be wrong. Right. Because you're yelling. You're yelling. And to anyone who would be watching you, you would look like the crazy one. That, of course. And you go too far. Right. You're an asshole. You're a jerk. Nobody ever wants to speak to you. There's the lie. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you like go. you might be an asshole and a jerk, but no one wants to speak to you. Come on. Right. Someone will talk Find to you. the sister that's going to scream louder than you. Exactly. That's your pace card. Happy Thanksgiving. Exactly. <laughs> Did you have something happen this weekend? Um, nothing happened this weekend. I had a pretty boring weekend, but I did read an article that that made me think about our geriatric pregnancy conversation. Okay. <laughs> I read an article. <laughs> Fun weekend. You know what got me thinking? <laughs> Being too old to have a baby. It got me thinking. <laughs> well, I have read this article about this woman who's like forty and having a baby, and then she like basically outlines five thing, five reasons why like that's actually quite difficult. It's more like it's not necess- It's like you're so. But the article said this woman asked a bunch of doctors and a bunch of people about this whole geriatric pregnancy mm-hmm. thing. So apparently 32 is the year that your your fertility takes a big hit. Oh. First hit, right? Ba-bow! 
up till 32 it's all like kind of the same okay 32 gets milk the first, and honey first hit 37 is when things really start to get bad that's the that's the yeah you have like um what was the i forget the actual numbers but it was like um i think you only have like at 30 after 37 you have like a 10 percent chance of just spontaneously having a baby which means you don't really like have to try. And there's some dude right now being like, no condoms. <laughs> Run dog, baby. You're 30. Yeah. Well, that would be the worst way to ask for no condoms. You're 38. You can't. Yeah. Come on. I mean, you could, it's kind of yeah. like you could still do it, but you have to like really try. Sure. Who you wants have, to try you anything? You have to figure out the time of the month to have the kid, the, right. to, to, to the ovulation the, yeah. schedule. That type of exactly. Shit. You can have these babies after 37, but it just becomes like more of an effort, more of like mm. a job. If you're talking about dating as a job, it's more of a job. Okay. Um, and it it's a, it's like a bunch of like really negative shit that comes along with it, though. Your chance of having a child with Down syndrome increases. A chance of having like any a child with any sort of like genetic so, so deformity you, increases. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah. were were you looking at Mike? Your boyfriend being like, look at these stats. This is his foray as your mic, if you're listening. <laughs> this is, look at these stats. This is well, 32 this is, is the first hit. But this is the thing, you know. I'm just saying it's not like a, it's not a false. Fa- no, 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 it's not a false thing. narrative. Well, that's the thing that men, we have to understand we're playing in two different ballgames. Right. And when you're, when a, when a woman writes in here and is like, I can't understand why he's not thinking of these things or wanting to settle down. It's like. Yeah, that it's these realities reality. yeah. aren't in our minds. Like I hear that, and I'm like, "Oh, that sucks." And sucks for you. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, and I don't mean that. Like right. I, at some point, that well, does for, affect me. But I'm saying, you know, when you're dating a 24 year old guy, like if right. you're out there, like, like, so, so there was a guy that uh, I did some questions over Instagram stories yesterday. Oh yeah, well, I like I those fine. answers. Those I had a, I had a good out. time doing it, and one of the guys was like, "When do people settle down?" I saw that one. That was a really good answer. And it was it's and true. I thought that was very true. <laughs> 27 is when the settle down starts to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and I know someone's out there being like, I'm from the South. In Everyone Manhattan. here is married. I would say in any major city where there's yeah. college graduates. I would say if you're outside, if you're in a more rural area, I totally understand where you're like, yeah, we got to match up. There's yeah. nothing else to fucking do here. 27 is the median. I would say so you 20. you have a few freak outliers at like 25. Sure. And then. Exactly. Right. The freaks. Yes. <laughs> no, but I, I 27 is when I saw it for myself and my friends. Mm-hmm. That was like the the height of wedding season and when people started getting engaged and you see the pictures every week. And then, uh, you know, to back that up, I, my brother's younger. He's four years younger. So mm-hmm. and when we lived together, he was around that age and I saw the dominant. And what happens is. Um, and, and we're talking about all this age stuff and it's not that the men are looking at 27 to like get it going, but you know, you see a lot of the women are like, what happens is one friend gets engaged and then all the other friends are in relationships and then it's like, that's the first domino to fall. It is. But I also read in this very same article that, um, 32 is the average age for a woman to have her first child in Manhattan. But this makes sense to me. That 27, that's, that, that's tracks. You know, yeah, like then 32 is the first. 32 is yeah. the first kid. And then, you know, 35, the you know, the fir- the second kid. And then, yeah. you know, 40, the divorce. So, like, it's all. <laughs> we're all on track. We're all on track. But and I, for men, but for men, that age of, like, the decreased fertility and the increased. Not, it's not even about the decreased fertility. It's about the, ri- about the risk of whatever child you do create. 
Yeah. Like, it's not even just that it's harder to get pregnant. It's also like the fact that you're more likely, if you do get pregnant, to miscarry or Mm. that the child that you do have might have more like genetic disorders. Yeah. Right. So it's like not even about like, oh, can I or can I? It's like what also like the the child that I'm creating, I want them to be healthy. And and, and these are like to to think like, you know, why why do men just put their head in the pillow and fall asleep right away. Yeah, none of these yeah, things are being any anxiety spat about this? at us every day. Why at 27 are all these women running around like a like <laughs> like a, like a fire alarm went off and they're like, I gotta find out! How do I get out of this house? You know, yeah. like, and, and it's like, oh, because, you know, you have a friend that got engaged. Someone's like, 32, you're an old hag. <laughs> you know, like, that, and then you're like, ah! you're like it it feels like you know and to a lot of men where we don't want to understand we can't understand you know this podcast i think makes it easier Mm -hmm. for me i hear from from you and i hear from the listeners and it's like i do understand this idea of like musical chairs right everyone's just like get on a fucking seat before there's no chair yeah and that's not a romantic proposition like at all really so like that's not really a position you want to be left in but it is like i mean biology is not really something that you can can make a an argue, a subjective argument about a lot of the times. No. I mean um, I, and for men that age is 45 this article said. So at so 45 That's when things not even as drastically it's like a little bit. That's when I get like there's that's less swimmers. That's when your kids are a little less sharp perhaps. Okay. <laughs> uh, 45 yeah, I, is when it 45 starts. 45 is when like my a, cum starts to really fall. I mean off. you got 13 years before there's any sort of like any sort of issue that's 13 more years to chill i got 13 years that's to what, fucking I mean. sit back on the beach relax i mean i all my friends are you know yeah i mean all, obviously they there's all other have kids have and they're all in relationships and you know they seem happy on instagram long long sigh what are we talking about today oh also listen it's thanksgiving eve you know what that also means we are coming next week. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be in L.A. Buy those tickets. San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, Vancouver, Phoenix, Houston, Dallas, Austin. So come on out. Come on out. Come on out. Uh, bring the group chat. The show is a blast. We're going to have uh, deal reveals and dating app makeovers and red flag deal breaker. All, it, the shows are they're a really good time. It's going to so, be awesome. We're going to be staying at the Moxie in Seattle. Um, if you haven't heard before, we love staying at the Moxie. It's a great, great hotel. It's a great bachelor party, bachelorette party, great locations in every city. It is built to mingle, made to mingle. That is a hotel that you go to and you will speak to someone in the lobby. And that kind of goes with our first email today. It does. And just one more thing on the shows. Um, if you want to submit your dating at makeover or submit a deal reveal for us to go over, email you up live at betches.com and include the city that you're in. And if we haven't already chosen one for your city, which we might have by the time you send it in, we will. Um, you can come on stage with us and we'll embarrass you in front of everyone. There you go. Uh, with love. Uh, exactly. Also, if you're in Huntsville, Alabama, um, I will be there Friday this and weekend. Saturday night this weekend. If you wow. know anyone in the area, let them know. Jaredfree.com. I'm also going to be in Springfield, Massachusetts at the end of December, as well as Naples, Florida. Naples. Jared, you might be the hardest working person I know. I really appreciate that. Someone out there might not appreciate that. <laughs> you work like what? Like six nights a week? Every night. At I seven mean, nights. But, you know, I work, you don't consider it work. I don't, you know, oh, to me, they're like, it's... Uh, <laughs> All right, Gary V. I I know. I... I <laughs> I, no, but I. I no, I'm saying you're you're going look, the Friday I, after Thanksgiving. You're you're I'm not you're there. getting out of bed 
Let's You're do getting it. on a flight to Huntsville, Alabama. That's what I'm saying. Two That's, flights. There's no fucking direct flight delta. People think you know comedians don't really. No, do no, no. Well, here's the. It, it is a underrated thing. Comedians are very Seriously, hard workers. Like, to get out of bed the day after Thanksgiving and like go and like to a city and perform sure. is like. I'm excited to do it. I I know, yeah, that's not work to me. Like that's fucking bullshit. It is work, but I mean, getting out of bed the day after Thanksgiving is work, no matter what you're doing. Yeah, I'm looking at that flight right now. It's like a six a.m. flight, and that good thing we're. I'm a lunch Thanksgiving family. Are you a lunch? Then you keep eating forever. Super early. Yeah, Yeah, super. That's the way to do things. If you do nighttime Thanksgiving, get out of my life. Yeah. That's not lunch also, Thanksgiving, and then you continue to eat until ten o'clock, and then you get back out of bed at one a.m. Have a little other snack, then you fall asleep. Sure, <laughs> that's so my like, Thanksgiving. Okay. <laughs> Just a continuous feed, right? Yeah, I like it. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna go to my? What, what's the plan? We do separate Thanksgivings. Okay, have we talked about this? I Maybe. think we. Ha- yeah, people ask us a lot about these kinds of things. So, um. He, he'll go to his cousin in New Jersey and I go to my sister in Westchester. Yeah. And then um, we're different religions. So he gets Christmas we do together with his family and we do I, the Jewish holidays with mine. I got to say, I think I'll be 10 years married and I'll still be like, let's split up. For everything? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is my f- most favorite holiday of the year. I don't know why you like it so much. Something must it's have the exciting happened. It's the most selfish holiday. <laughs> You're just like, Thanksgiving is the best holiday it's ever. The best. You, say, you talk about it all year round. I too. really do. I love Thanksgiving because it's a... It, it has all the properties of a Sunday with more food. Oh. Football... Uh, no responsibility to anyone but yourself. You like here's the thing about any holiday. There's a point where my mom will do the guilt thing where the holiday will pass and she'll go, "You don't send a card," and you're like, okay. and you have to go, "Ah, oh, you're right. I should have sent a card." No one looks at you at Thanksgiving and goes, "You should. You didn't bring. You didn't do. No one. Everyone goes, "Come in, sit. Yeah, you're standing too much. Put on the fuzzy blanket. The the." The, the Christians have that with Christmas too a bit. No, no. Christmas seems like you got to get some gifts though. There, there seems there is no holiday I am more thankful to not be a part of than Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and I know some are are, are people of the faith listeners of, of that faith listeners. Good for you. I'm not. I'm just saying when I see people running around Christmas Eve and being like, I I gotta get the pre- and well, I gotta those get are those the people dr- who didn't prepare. Well, okay. this is what I'm saying. At some point, there's th- that would have been me. And I'm like, okay, yeah, hundred percent. And, and I'm looking at them going, oh, like Christmas Day when I wake up that morning and I don't have to do anything. Yeah. Oh, ooh, I feel so good. It it's, is nice. It's so nice. To me, Thanksgiving just really highlights the fact that my parents are divorced. Because ah. uh, my mom lets us all go with our dads on okay. Thanksgiving, so she has my mom has eight children with um with two different we have two different dads, so she, two different okay. marriages. Okay. So my older four siblings go with their dad. Yeah. And then me and all my sisters go with our dad. Okay. Um, and then we just fight the whole time, and then uh, <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> yeah, but like with their dad, their dad has like I don't know. It's like I feel it always feels like it's more peaceful on the other dad's side. Sure. So you're, you're, you're like, longing for another dad. Yeah, yeah, that does suck. I, my dad also has a daughter from I have a sister from my dad's first marriage also. Okay. So it's like five girls and my dad mm-hmm. we're all screaming at each other and then Yeah, that sounds a lot more stressful than my Thanksgiving. Yeah, you got a nuclear family Thanksgiving. It yeah. sounds lovely. Ooh. Nothing like that. Nuclear family. Aren't you glad your parents never got divorced? Listen, I thank God every day. Two calls? Ugh. 
I can't imagine exactly that alone. Two phone calls alone on a on a certain like to get a uh, I I don't know how you do it. And that's why you don't get divorced. <laughs> well, this is kind of what we're all trying to avoid with this. You know, this is why we're all you know more choosy. Bring, go back to Doc Helen Fisher. That's true. She's like our generation witnessed. I always had that hunch. Like you witness like a generation of a lot of divorces. You're like, oh, well, I'm going to be more picky and choosy. Yeah. And then you all then you get pick paralysis and you don't pick anybody and now you're fucking alone and now you're geriatric yeah, yeah now, you, <laughs> now you can't have kids but let's do some emails you ready yeah let's do it uup at betches.com are you ready to shop Rakuten's big give week is back get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores including headliners Ulta Fenty Beauty Levi's Adidas and so much more Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows what are we talking about all right so we someone writes in this is kind of like a recurring theme i've i've seen here i like to include the recurring themes as our opening discussion let's do it um she said what's the best way to meet people off the apps she said hi jnj a huge fan of the podcast my friends are sick of me always starting my advice with well jared says but i'm forever a fan i did want to broach a topic my nuts are tingling i don't feel you've spent a lot of time talking about these days i'm trying to lean away from dating apps because i feel like they produce so many wild cards nothing wrong with them and still plan to use them but i'd like to up my game with meeting men in real life i feel like i've been putting myself out there by taking on new hobbies run club sailing etc what's the preppiest person i've ever heard of (laughs) to meet like-minded people jump in the schooner (laughs) we're gonna meet some men (laughs) but i don't feel like the amount i get approached has increased at all of course um this is ahoy boys (laughs) 
Sailing in the right Charlotte York. Of course, this is a modern dating podcast, so I get the emphasis on the apps, but the in real life dating game in, in 2019 has definitely changed too. What are your tips for how to be approached by the right kind of men in your daily life? Any places you would recommend for single people to frequent, especially for those of us who are running out of their other of other single friends to go to bars with? Thanks in advance. Mm. What do you think? Um, we do get that question, like where do I meet people like sure. in the real world? I mean, like, you know, what's funny. Like there was like a I remember like, you know, like if you look at like the Cosmo advice for this, like, you know, they'd be like, right. go to the market, go to the gym, you know, like and then you start right. thinking of these places and you're like, I don't want to talk to anyone. I want right. my These are all in. the places that I want to be like not seen at all. Yeah. Like, these are the places yeah. I want to be listening to this podcast right. and have someone go, hey, and then you go, what? And I got one headphone. And you're like, get the fuck away from it. <laughs> So I was out last like night. Subway, like, yeah. Can you imagine someone approaching you on the subway? I, I mean, That's I can't. Nightmare. I had, I had a, uh, I was eating dinner by myself last night. My greatest joy. <laughs> and I'm watching the Patriots game and I'm, I have a headphone in and some woman like, you know, this time of year that you just see like lots of groups that are out more drinking, like right. just really drunk. Cause it's like the holiday season, or whatever. And she just comes up to me and she goes, I had like a sandwich with tater tots. And she goes, she comes up to me and she's like, can I have a tot? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Where were you? Goes, I was at just a bar because I wanted to watch the Pats game. Okay. And it, can I have a tot? And I go, what did you say? She's like, I want, let me get a French fry. She like wasted? I don't know if she was wasted or not. She seemed it. And I go, no. <laughs> get the fuck away from it. And I was more annoyed that like this idea, like now I'm going to talk to you like, like with your fun tot conversation. And I... You know, you have to be now open you know what to it's it. like to be a woman. <laughs> oh, every day. Every day I'm drink? approached for my tots. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. It was just like, I was like alone with headphones on. I'm like, just the idea of like someone like coming, watching the game. Like I, 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 I did look like the most unapproachable person, but I guess I'm preaching to the choir here. Um, <laughs> the, you know, women are listening being like, oh, it's all, you know, you yeah. know. so I mean, what do you think? What do I think? What's yeah. the best? I mean, like, here's the thing. There's like your standard advice about this that you'll hear like anywhere, which is sure. like do stuff that you like to do and you'll mm. meet people who have like the same well, activities well, as you. Well, like, tonight, here's what about if you love doing nothing, huh? What if what <laughs> those people have to do? I love nothing more than anything. That's what I'm saying. Like the, ideal act like the ideal activity for most people is not doing anything. The best part about being in a relationship for me is not having to talk to anyone. <laughs> totally I, I i think yeah <laughs> sitting in silence staring at a wall that's my relationship i mean how'd you meet your um your i beau? was i was set up by a friend in um who was in a new relationship mm -hmm. by her boyfriend he was his friend from high school here's the thing it's all about leverage she writes in her email the right kind of men in your daily life you, there's nothing you can do to make sure that someone's the right kind of person. I mean, she's doing all she can. She's going what to sailing she mean, clubs. Like, you know, she, like, like <laughs> right. she's going. If you're looking for a rich guy, the sailing club is probably the, the best I'm way to meet him. I'm at the polo matches. <laughs> I'm at the sailing I'm club. I'm at Wimbledon. I'm at Wimbledon. I, I can't find the right type of man. I go to the champagne, <laughs> champagne brunches. Like, I, yeah. I, I understand what she's saying. She's like, I want to make, here's the, I've been talking a lot about like you should right now holiday season you're around your family I'm telling you right now you want to meet someone in real life like family and friends you Set have to up. leverage those people you have to say to them you have to put yourself out there dating is embarrassing 
Right. Dating is, you know, it, it is a, it, it's a lot of failure and you have to admit to that and be okay with that. And I, you can't sit and I, and I'll say to her, like, one thing is, it's like, I'm running out of single friends. Go out with your dating friends. Like mm-hmm. every, like. I feel like guys are so much more comfortable with that than, than girls. Why are the girls uncomfortable with that? Because I feel like it's, we, in our heads, I think it makes us feel like a little pathetic or something. If we're like hanging out with like tag teaming with a couple. Yeah, but I've never looked at like the friend of a couple and been like, look at this loser. She must be holding her veil. Like it's never like that. that that's just not a thought on any guy's mind. Like if anything, we look more like on the friend that like came out with people going, oh, she's fun. She fucking independent, leaves the house. She's got shit. She doesn't, you know, like it's, it's a little right. bit of a not give a shit thing. Like, yeah. especially this time of year, I think going out with your friends who are in relationships and having fun with them. I, and, and I do mean that having fun. Like, mm. I don't want to go up to someone who's not having fun. I don't want to be around the person that's, like, miserably there, like, third wheel. Search, or right, or, or act, or, like, searching intently for, like, a, a man. Yeah, this is, like, you know, to me, finding someone is, like, uh, having ideas in the shower. You know, when you're... <laughs> and what sh- happens when you least expect <laughs> it? Well, the sh- when you take a shower, all of a sudden you start having these ideas, and it's, like... Uh, you know, writing ideas or thoughts that you never would have had because your mind is clear. It's it's concentrating on something else. Right. So for this woman, I do agree with her. It's great to make dating apps a part of the dating pie. It's not the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You got to go out with friends and you have to say to your friends, hey, I'm out there. I'm looking for someone. Do you know anyone great? Right. And it can. I can understand how it can feel like a little like weird to say that. But I think that that being clear with your intentions makes people also like think of you when things, certain things come up. Absolutely. Like and, and that's the thing, you know, people are like, why? Are they, you know, when you think of marketing, mm-hmm. Coca-Cola <laughs> Isn't on TV every day because no one knows who they are. Exactly, <laughs> they want to be your first thought when you think of having a soda. Right. So that's why. So you have to be Coca Cola. Yeah. You have to let people know I'm out there. I'm looking. Hey, uh, and no, you know, not you don't want to be annoying about it. But like, if I, you know, I have people say to me all the time, "Who you have any single guy friends?" And I'm always like, I got a lot of like, uh, I was like, and then I think about it for a second, and they all and like in my mind, I go. Uh, not really. Not for you. <laughs> you? <laughs> you? <laughs> no, I mean, I think my brother is single and um, he always wants to be set up. And so any eligible young single woman I meet, I'm always like, hmm, like, what's your type? Sure. And then I'll like think of him and I'll be like, oh, this person could be good for him. But this is the most important part about going out and having fun and not being, you know, sad single person is... Right. You, Jordana, woman, are sitting here with That's a dude me. in your pocket. Okay. You're sitting there with a hypothetical boyfriend, and you're measuring up women to be your future sister-in-law. They want a foot in the door. Yeah. So this is not, you're not alone. You exist everywhere. Right. And so women think like they go, well, I don't hang around enough guys. No, every woman you know knows a lot of men has a guy in their pocket. They've got a guy just like your brother. They've got a guy that that is saying to them, yeah, if it was the right person. 
and they're looking people over. They're, you're being interviewed. Every day is an interview. So if you're going out and you're fucking annoying and you don't fucking you don't you're, throw your credit card in at the group dinner. No one's setting you up. <laughs> no one's setting you up. Like yeah. if you don't, if you're like I don't like Venmo. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna really be looking to put you with in front of someone. Right. But gotta pay you, to play. Gotta pay to play. That's right. I. I. But you have to be, you know out there and fun and leave the house and if you don't want to leave the house don't don't leave the house just right because then your attitude is not going to be great when you're there oh i'm the worst when i don't want to leave the house and i'm out and then when you're out and you want to go home go home go the fuck home I, i i think it's um you have to realize that like there's more around you than you want to admit the sad part is to go, well, none of these people set me up. You know, I right. must be a fucking asshole loser. It's not that. It's just, it's got to be the right timing when someone sets someone's up. You know, like I've set up friends and they've been successful and gone and have babies. And the other beauty of it is like when someone sets you up, there's, it's just a, a more, um, it's basically a dating app with a more, with it's a dating app with, with fewer, conse- fewer with, options. Well, with consequence. <laughs> yeah, and consequences. So it's better. they're going to disappoint your friend, disappoint the mom that set you up, the person from work. Yeah. So there is more safety in it and it's a more elevated, you know, meetup. But for this person, you're going home for Thanksgiving. Uh, are you, like, this is, goes back to what we talked about on an episode prior where it's like, when you go home and you go, and someone goes, are you single? They're someone that's going to go, I, they're going to meet someone who also single down the road right. and go, you know what? There's my, my, my niece was so nice. She's out there dating. She's beautiful. You know, like you want them going right. and, and, and the and advocating for you advocating. Right, yeah. and, and, and the alternative is you at Thanksgiving going, shut up on Sarah. <laughs> I'm happy alone. <laughs> I'm fine. Right. Why do you keep asking if I'm single? It's like, whoa, yeah, I guess I won't be fucking setting you up anytime soon. Right. No one wants to uh no one wants to adopt the uh crazy puppy. No. <laughs> or give it away. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even want to be involved with that puppy, you know? There so you go. I these are just like I think like the you know, go to the gym and talk to the train like No one really wants to do that. No. Right. Go to the market and sit in the fat in the in the frozen food section and get your nipples hard so a guy will come up to you. Like go fuck yourself, Cosmo. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code UUP20. 
Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Let's do it. I'm ready. All right. You want to read it? I'll do it. Hi, J&J. A few months back, and you can send these in, UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Make it your Instagram story right fucking now. And if you want to be set up by your friends with strangers that they don't know, but you want their opinion on, download Ship, Mm. check it out, get out there. Shippy ship, ship, ship. Hi, J&J. A few months back, I met a guy at a bar and we hit it off. Later that week, I uh, I asked him over for dinner. Met at a bar. We hit it off later that week. I asked him over for dinner. I cooked and we ended up hooking up. We texted for a bit and things ended up going. Uh, we texted. For, I am fucking reading like an idiot. Uh, all right. Ready? A few months back, I met a guy at a bar. and We hit it off later that week. I asked him over for dinner. I cooked and we ended up hooking up. We texted for a bit and things fizzled out. Fast forward. You know what's funny? I'm sorry to interrupt this yeah. great email that I've It's okay, you interrupted yourself. I'm fine with it. <laughs> um, uh, I'd love the difference between ghosted and fizzled out. Um, it seems ghosted is when... Ghosted a, is when you take it personally. Yeah. <laughs> fizzled, fizzled out is not assuming any of the uh Nobody emotions. liked each other? Yeah. Fizzled out is emotionless. Ghosted is painful. What? Well, for the person that ghosted, that must have been a fizzle out for them. Yeah, that's probably like if someone who I would imagine a guy who said that I ghosted him on my mind, I I think it fizzled out and probably in the same for you, right? It, we'll repeat that. Like for a person that like that you can think of for every girl that says that you ghost that you ghosted them I, my, in your mind, it's like it just like didn't really work just out. Just fizzled out. And didn't, yeah. yeah. I mean, we should start thinking about that when you're like offended by being ghosted like that. That person might thought right. that you didn't care as much as they didn't care. Right. I think that's true of a lot of like like uh girls who like are are offended by things or like they take things personally, but really it's kinda like the person wasn't like, Oh, fuck that girl. They were just kinda like, uh, I, didn't, I didn't even know if they were like really that into me and they never made the and we're we're often like really afraid to like make the next more aggressive move. Yeah, I, I, I get kind of annoyed with that where they're like, I'm getting go I think I'm getting ghosted and I'm like why don't you text find the person out, yeah. and find out? And they're like, and it's like, why don't you just say, hey, 
Uh, if you don't want to go out anymore, that's cool. I just want to know so I can have peace of mind. Right. And then if they don't answer that, that's ghosting. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> Woo. Um, I cooked and we ended up hooking up. We texted for a bit and things fizzled out. Fast forward a few months later, we ran into each other at the same bar. We ended up going home together that night and exchanging you up texts for the next few weeks. When we finally meet up again, this time sober, I was asking him questions about his love life. He proceeded to tell me that he'd never had a girlfriend before and that he was waiting on a girl to sweep him off his feet there we were half naked in his bed and he rolled over looked me in the eyes and said but it's not going to be you (laughs) I laughed at him and brushed it off we then had bad sex and after he seemed pretty spazzy and said that was really bad Wow. At this point, I was appalled and was like, you can't say that to me. He then went into a sob story about how it was him and how he gained weight since his college days playing football. She puts in parentheses, LOL. (laughs) When I left, he he then had the balls to ask me if he had treated me right. LOL. I said no and never talked to him again. One month later, he is Facebook official with some girl. Guess he got swept off his feet. Thanks. Wow. You have any what names do you think? for this? What do you think? I got a bunch. A love story? Cinderella story? <laughs> this is quite the romance tale. Yeah. Oof. That's what you're calling it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my name for it. Oof. I, I have liar, liar. Okay. Too honest, Abe. Okay. No filter fuck. Too honest, Abe is funny. Too, uh, yeah. Truth serum. Verbal vomit. I just love that he kept going with honesty. He was probably trying to dig himself out of the hole by being like, oh, if I explain it better, she'll (laughs) understand. My theory is that he was like, um, he was like already hooking up with said girl and he was like kind of into her and then just was still hooking up with other people. You're talking about like the new girlfriend, the girlfriend that he ended up with. with a month later. Interesting. Like he'd already been started seeing her and was like... It's not going to be you. It's going to be her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like I was, I was, she's the like, other woman. It was so funny that she phrased it like, I guess he found someone to sweep him off his feet. It's really funny. I, I do understand that thing of you can't. I understand what he was doing. Which is what? Like when he has that whole fucking soliloquy of like just looking for someone he is joking when he goes just looking for someone to sweep me off my feet like he's doing the kind of gender reversal joke that goes with that and then he he can stop right there right and then he looks at her and goes ain't gonna be you and it's like this almost like admission to how casual this sex is because they started as meeting at a bar fizzled out that means they both think they don't really care that much. They see each other at a bar. They end up going home together, at, you know, having sex after a you up text or two. Like, this is all yeah. so... Ca- the problem with casual is you can never call it out or it ruins the whole casualness. Well, yeah, that's what he just did. Yeah. Right. He didn't leave any... Ru- the gray area is what makes th- makes things hot. Yes. The, as the, soon as you feel like 100% safe, <laughs> that's when things just start to get extremely boring. Exactly. Now, you guys are having... Like, he basically went from... This is our one night stand, you know, we fuck sometimes relationship to right. we're the old couple who doesn't give a fuck about coming quickly. Right. <laughs> you know, like, and then that's the other thing. When he spazzes out, see, he says that was really bad. This is a guy thing. I don't know if women have this as much. Where they say what? Like, if I suck at sex, especially with someone that I'm like having sex with not regularly. Okay. Even regularly, if guys want to feel like they did a good job, okay, guys want the woman walking away going, 
That was great. Ah, that coxman. Okay. We do want that. Right. And I think sometimes women, maybe, you could tell me if I'm wrong, where it's like they don't think we care about doing them right. Um, yeah, I don't know if we're thinking that that's... Every guy is yeah. trying to make you come. Yeah. As much as that's laughable in your... Like, you're okay. maybe thinking of a guy right now be like, that guy was trying? Yes. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. So there's this thing of, like, when a guy... A guy will walk away being like, I fucked her right, and then you'll be like, eh. yeah, not really. <laughs> you know, like, that is, like, the classic sitcom right he thinks he fucks good i know okay all my all me and the hens are like oh what a small dick you know okay but then there's the other version of when a guy knows he didn't fuck right and then he has to call it out immediately he's got to call it out i did this i had this experience in bed recently so you got like so i came within like Five seconds. Oh yeah, you've got to call that out. And I go, and so then I go. That, that's the word. That would be the most horrifying thing for someone to, especially if you're in a relationship, to do that and then be like, "Wow, that was great." I know. And then well, you're this, like, "Whoa, <laughs> that was my thing." I wanted to be. So I immediately went. Right. I'm sorry that I, I, I apologize, yeah. and it was responded with a hand on forehead. <sighs> what's the best response to that's that? That's the worst one. Right. I'm saying. Well, what's the best response? Well, I think she was upset that I apologized. The apology made no, it worse to her. I to me that would be like, okay, you're admitting that this isn't like this isn't impressive. <laughs> I, when you're do you delusional. apologize? When do you admit to it? How long after it happens? I don't think it matters to me. Doesn't matter. I mean, really, I mean, I guess maybe I'm trying to think it would be different like not in a relationship. I feel like in a relationship it's like kind of funny almost like It wasn't funny that night. Okay. I hand on hand on forehead and then it was like it was like i was the new person at work and you just like and i like push back lunch like i fucked up so bad that there no one can go to lunch and she was just like oh come on frank there's no worse yelp review than hand on forehead still like help someone out after that just because what do you what would what would be your ideal Having what would what would her ideal I, there's response? No, there's to no that good response. I guess uh, no, it Maybe happens. Whatever. It whatever. It, it happens. <laughs> Hand on forehead. You'll get <laughs> him next time. Next time, or, or, or don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah. I I I enjoyed the the seven seconds. Right. You know, like yeah, there's like a, seven seconds in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, I I I understand why he went into spaz mode. Okay, where he was like, "That was bad." It's not him saying you were bad. Just more like, "Oh, I'm acknowledging that this was like." I'm acknowledging this wasn't my best work, so that you don't go home and go, "This guy thinks he's some sort of fucking goxman," right. you know, like whatever. So I do understand that. To me, like that, especially he, if he said it's not going to be you, that would already have ruined it for me. Well, of course. Yeah. Well, the I'm waiting for someone to sweep me off my feet and it's not going to be you joke is fine if then he fucks you right afterwards. Do you know what I mean? Like the combination of I made a joke that was fucking kind of mean. Yeah. And then I'm not I'm mean and I suck at bet at sex. That sounds like exactly what I would walk away from saying from this regardless. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm saying right. like, well, if he was mean, if he made the mean joke and then you walked away like fucking bow legged because he fucked you so great. Right. You'd be like, 
ah, he's a dick, but, but if he, didn't, he knows how to use that dick. You know, well, like if he didn't say that, and then he and the sex was that bad. I think she would have thought the sex was better. Interesting. Like because she would have walked away with a better experience. For me, at least, like I feel like the emotional experience of it is so important for me that like. I would probably I could probably rationalize away however bad this guy physically actually was in bed by like the thought that like my like emotional masturbation of like thinking that we might be together. Well, but even so, even with him saying that? No, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. if he didn't say that. If he didn't say that but he was terrible, I would think he was uh, probably better. That makes sense. Because like me. he already spoiled it for me like emotionally. So if if he didn't yeah. say that line, then sucked at sex, there's a chance. There's a chance I might like rationalize that away or th- or think of it was better than it actually was. Or you would go, he was so into me that he came quickly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That that I guess. That's what I'm saying. The it's funny that he left himself no shot. He yeah. had to fuck good. He really to yeah, save this. Exactly. He like burned the whole house down. Yeah. <laughs> the only way. <laughs> For this to be like, so that's why he spazzed out. I was really, that was really bad. I've gained a lot of weight. You don't understand. <laughs> I gotta, you know, like, like I do under, there's a piece of me that like I empathize. I know why this happened because now he's got to really fucking bury himself to let her know that it's not happening. He's a fucking idiot. Right. He knows it. All right. Let's do some Let's emails. Do email. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com betches. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. That hand on forehead conversation is going to give me a lot of trouble. So, <laughs> it's okay. So you're the one who, it sounds like you're the you're the one who. Uh, I'm admitting. Yeah. Hey, J&J, avid <laughs> listener and promoter, but let me cut to the chase. I think this is exactly the modern day dilemma you like to dig into. 
We'll see. <laughs> I was with my boyfriend for a solid six months before his birthday. I gave him a few different gifts, but one of them was a year-long subscription to Socks of the Month Club because he loves goofy socks. Basically, I told him... Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I told him... Like, goofy. Uh, I told him that the first month of... Every the, the first of every month for the next year, he'll get a new themed pair of socks in the mail. Recently bro- broken up. <laughs> I'm wondering what the best approach to this continuous gift <coughs> is. We didn't leave on any sort of bad terms, just true incompatibility and a very amicable goodbye. So this gift strikes me as a weird crossroads. On the one hand, I would never show up at his door and demand he return something I've given him. But on the other, I wouldn't keep sending him presents post-breakup. Canceling a subscription seems spiteful, but forcing him to remember me every single month also seems a little unnecessary. What's the most mature way to handle this? How do I make it easiest for both of us without stirring up feelings, good or bad, that should dissipate right now with our breakup? Sincerely, what's the subscription box rule of thumb? Love this. Love this question. Love this email. Very 2019, considering the subscription box is... What do I do with my bad fit fun? (laughs) Yeah, I... um, what do you think, Jordana? Do you have any thoughts? My thought is that if her credit card is continuing to be charged, I would cancel it. Oh, wow. I think if she already paid up front, let it run its course. Let it ride. Yeah. I think it's weird to continue to be like paying for things for someone that you're no longer dating. Well, that's but if, interesting. But yeah. it's almost like like that would be the only reason for me to like actually put myself in there and like change something that's going on. I try to do like inaction as much as possible, right? I'm with you. So if there's like no, for, for me, like if, if I, let's say I paid a year for this year in advance subscription mm-hmm. right away, I'm going to let that year run its course. You're not going to call Goofy Socks and be like, change the address to my dad. Right. Yes. Yeah. To okay. me, that seems like. A little much. I'm trying to like prove a point or of something. Course, I'm, or I'm, with you. I'm taking the socks. 100%. But if, um, if every every month I get charged for this thing, I'm going to call them and I'm going to cancel that because then that's me, that's that's continuing my involvement in of this course. process. And on the other side, if I was the guy receiving the socks, I if I found out if the socks didn't come the next month, I would understand and shut my fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. So both ways, right? I I I think if if the socks don't show up at my door, <laughs> I'm cool with it. If they do, I'm not like. She's obsessed. Right. You know, like there's like both sides of that. Like I, I'm with you in action over right? action. Yeah. Um, I, I'm the type that says if you if you left your sweatshirt at the house after you broke up, goodbye sweatshirt. Yeah. The the whole idea of like come over with my box of stuff to me is always someone trying to like get the relationship back or prove a point right. or win the pride war. And if you're trying to win any war, you've already lost. I agree. Unless you're getting a divorce, that's the only reason to split yeah. up the assets. Yeah. If it's a child, <laughs> yes. there's something to figure out. You can out. work something out. If it's like some old sweatshirts, like you Goodbye. said, and like Gabagoo. a, even like a jewel, I'd have to like, the jewelry would have to be like real pricey for me to even like really get in there. Yeah. I, I, I'm listen it's it's if I'm leaving the island whatever's left on the yeah. island you is can, gone forever in my theory it's also I can throw anything out that's there that's not that's yours yeah you can throw anything out that's mine I can throw anything that's out that's yours whatever we have to do to make sure we don't see each other again yeah whatever <laughs> whatever does, the I, I she writes something in her email that's I a little bit interesting she's like I don't want him having to think of me. No, 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 no. Yeah. It sucks. It's fine. 
I mean, I love these types of gifts. I do this for my dad. My brother and I do this for my dad for like Father's yeah. Day. We're, we're big on the like the food of the month club. So I, I, I love yeah, that type of gift. You don't have to gift. worry about like what he's thinking about like receiving the socks. No, no, no. no. He'll be okay. And yeah. if he has a problem with the socks, if every time they come to his door, he starts right. to tear up he a little bit. He can call them and cancel it. He or give them away yeah. to something. So let's do some more emails. UUP at betches.com. Wow. UUP. We solved it. At betches.com. Hey, J and J, love the podcast. I quote y'all all the time, and now most of my friends listen. We think you all should create a you up dating Bible of your best advice. Ooh, Interesting. We thank do that. you. I would be the first to buy. Well, we already now have a my- customer. <laughs> Sold one. Tell, <laughs> tell Penguin. Um, now to my question. How do you stop doing emotional porn over a guy you just met? I met this guy over Hinge two weeks ago who I have great conversations with. I did like Jared says, uh uh-oh, invited him (laughs) and his friends to meet up with me and mine while I was already out at a bar for a casual hang. All right, that's fun. Okay. We immediately hit it off. We ended up being the last to leave and went back to his place. We stayed up the whole night talking in between the sex. Since constant communication and another another equal, since we've had constant communication and another equally awesome date, but I'm worried about being in too deep too fast. I am emailing this right after catching myself thinking of our wedding. <laughs> I also looked on Groupon for affordable dates I can casually, spontaneously bring up. Jordana speaks about how sex can create a biologically artificial connection for females. Is that what I did? How do I back up from here? I've never felt this with any guy. My exes usually had to convince me to give them a chance. Thanks in advance for the advice. Unrealistic expectations. Huh. I like this email. It's a good email. Um, I, I I'm, I'm relate ex- to the... You got to relate to this. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited for her. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. like... You know what's interesting is like there's so much negativity in dating and it's like, hey, this is great. Yeah. You fucking met someone you like. This is a right. Like, like let's 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 dance in the end zone a little bit. Like, right. like let's have a night. Let's have a moment to go. You met someone you like. You met someone you like. Right. Enjoyed fucking. Um, he seems to have cool friends. You had a good time. You had a good time. Great. Right. It is great. <coughs> it is great, but I understand the tendency because I I'm a I think ahead. Uh, you I and um, right. everyone that listens to this podcast, me and unrealistic expectations over here. Yeah, <laughs> we think ahead, and yeah, I think that's an important thing to note to like to stop first whenever your your anxiety is getting the best of you. Yeah, which it sounds like this person's is to just stop for a second, reflect, be like nothing is going wrong. I had a fun time. Mm-hmm. This was good, and now like I need to like take a step back and just realizing that I might be projecting a lot of stuff onto this person that isn't actually who they are. But isn't it nice to get excited? I, I understand like this is, I don't it, know. It is nice, but I think like that's, that's how we get too emotionally invested too fast though, which I think can be an issue. But you know, let me defend being emotional, you know, like, like life, life is long. Life fucking sucks sometimes. It's nice to take the small wins. So you're saying like she can get as into it as she wants, and if it doesn't work out, she'll just like be disappointed, and then and life goes get on. You're you're an adult that's gotten to this point. Mm-hmm. What what makes you think that you won't get past this if once it does end? The you know I agree with that statement. I think that's a good way to look at it. Sure, to be like to let yourself be excited about something. Yeah, but I think that there, if you have the tendency to like again like emotionally masturbate this person into yeah. like the man of your dreams. 
just remember just reminding yourself whenever your mind does go there that you don't really know them yet of course i i listen and you think Nine, you do. Everyone, right. the, everyone, someone was a dick to someone else. <laughs> so that's true. for right. every guy that's getting married and happy and their wife says he's the best thing that ever happened to me, there's someone else out there that's like, that dude was a fucking like scrub. Yeah. So right. well, my, to me, it's like she wants to like buy, she wants to buy the house without getting an inspection too. Okay. Yeah. She's kind of like committed to this person in her she, mind. But I, I hear what you're saying. I, I, I agree with your, what you're mm-hmm. saying, but like how far ahead could she get? I know she's thinking of weddings and you know, to me that's like, that's you, you can of course have that thought, but right. she also, she's not writing to us delusionally. She's right. saying, I'm crazy. I'm thinking of weddings. Right. I think the idea of not being crazy is going, I'm so crazy. I'm thinking of weddings. That's true. It's self-aware. So it's a right. self-aware yeah. statement. She goes, like to me, this is like, I think the Groupon thing is fine. Totally that's like fine. Cool. But it's also, you you know. The Groupon thing isn't like crazy at all. Like that's you getting excited and figuring out a, and taking control of a, of a dating situation, asking for what you want. Absolutely. But to me, this is kind of the problem for a lot of women that write into this podcast. Which and is what? Okay. Is, is when the minute you stop yourself from being excited, you're putting your taste in someone else's hands. So mm-hmm. I like well. That's why I'm saying to her for her to remember that she doesn't also like she, the taste isn't isn't she shouldn't really know what her taste is yet because she doesn't really know him yet. Of course, but I'm saying. But my point is like, like after a first date, okay. there's this thing where it's like women are like, well, he hasn't made the second date yet. Do you think he likes me? And I'm like, and I'm always like, hold, change the perspective. You went on a first date. Did you have fun? Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy yourself? Like, if I look, I would read this email and go, you had fun, you fucked, you enjoyed the conversation, you, uh, A plus B plus C means, means D. Right. You want to go out again. Own that okay. feeling. Like, own that, that directive. Like, she's, I'm not, like, A plus B plus C doesn't equal, we're getting married next week. <laughs> and she knows that. Right. Like, like, I'm saying, like, what is the worst that could possibly happen? You know, to me, she could, yeah. she like tomorrow, here's what could happen. Okay. He could go, she could text him being like, so what's the deal next week? And he could get weird. He could back off. Right. He could not answer. Not answer. Mm-hmm. And you go, wow, this is so different than the person I met. Yeah. That means he's feeling differently than you. Right. And at that point, you have to go, well, I'd love to go out. Let me know. And that's, that's all, all you can do. do. Right. And then it'll feel shitty for like a week and then you'll feel better. And then you're an adult. And the thing is, you know, listen, all of these th- nine out of 10 relationships don't work out. Right. The 10th one ends in divorce yes, 50% of the time. Your favorite Hallmark card. That's my favorite Hallmark card. And I, I, I think it's something to remind yourself because you're like, you're just out here creating tastes, having experiences and then using those experiences and tastes to judge the next person or the next right. experience. Yeah. I know I that's a very it. zen way to look at it. I think it's it. kind of like when you've been dating a while, you get wary of getting like too hyped for something sure. if like things don't work out a lot of the time. And I can understand yeah. that feeling of being like a little jaded, which like, which is really what stops you from getting excited about things because you're like, oh, in the past, a lot of these things didn't really work out. So yeah. I'm not going to get like too excited. I like to bring it back to the job thing because you say men are like very invested in jobs. So if like you went on like an interview when you had a really great interview. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you could see yourself like 
you you kind of in your head you're like imagining yourself working there you're like excited about the job or whatever but like there is a sense of like oh i don't want to like get like i don't want to start telling everyone that i've got the job or i don't want to like get too excited about the 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 I don't want to get like too in my head about like how amazing it would be to work there because I haven't gotten the job yet. Yeah, but this is a very female way of thinking to me. You okay. got uh, women date like they want to work at the company instead of Being wanting to be the CEO. CEO. Right. This is a, even that mentality to me. I don't go on dates with that mentality at all. I you know the whole Do you idea go on of, interviews like, with that mentality. I don't go on interviews. Well, I own my I own company. You, well, <laughs> so, but I'm saying this auditions is what, or whatever, like but things here's, that. Here's know, the thing about auditions. Meetings. I got asked to do an audition a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a reason a lot of people would envy my position as a comedian. I got a lot of different things going on. I got this podcast. Right. I got my own podcast. I got. I do. I tour. Um, I do my thing on Instagram with the right. Bachelor stories and I scream at the Bachelor. Those all are fun things right. that someone's like, you know, when you're saying you work every day, but these are all like all, uh, a 7,000 different jobs that make up one job. Right. I don't, if one of those things doesn't work out, I'm going to be disappointed. Like if I say, if I brought, you know, if I, you know, I had an audition where um, one of the major networks was like, come, we want you to come and we want to look at you. They, that happened. <laughs> okay. yeah, we they, they got yeah, me naked, put me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so, but I remember when this happened, back when I first started doing comedy, I was like, this is it. Right. This, this is, is my chance. This is my chance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. And I would emotionally masturbate that. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, I you guess I'll see yourself there. Moving to LA things, and right, whatever. Yeah. And, but this is the reason I created my own things. Right. This is the reason I worked every day at putting myself out there with different stuff and and you know I own my own future a little mm-hmm. bit more than I did yesterday. Right. So when I go on an audition, I go, yeah, this happens to be great. It would change things. Right. I got I got to fucking work out. I got all this other shit going. I got to reposition the boat, but the right. boat still uh, the boat still sails off. Right. And I think that's a great point actually. I feel like that's a that's a great way to look at dating is like I've got all this other great stuff going on and be cool if this worked out if it doesn't something to work out with something else. Yeah, and I it's And all, again like th- that's you at 30 at at 35 sure. being able to like have that mentality for an audition or for a thing. Yeah. 34 you, for any of the sorry, casting I'm sorry. agents I'm out sorry, there. I'm sorry, 34. <laughs> and then versus you at like um probably like 25. Absolutely. Right, going on one of those auditions would probably be like holy shit like this could this would change everything it's a growth and maturity right and and i do understand there's a 22 year old woman who's listening to this thinking waiting on a text to come back Mm -hmm. who's going if he doesn't text, like like uh well what did i do to fuck this up what am i gonna do you know what you're gonna be just fine yeah you're gonna find someone and there's also a 32 year old woman going what am i gonna do if this text doesn't come back you're gonna be just fine and And you're right it's a confidence thing it's a confidence. I, In some ways. It's I'm not kinda, even a very kinda, confident person. It's more like, about the knowledge that you'll be okay regardless of, of, like you said, not putting it in that person's hands. Regardless of if you text me back or not, like, I'm going to be fine. Um, but that's I have the confidence myself that it's going to be okay. What, and also what I'm also saying, and it's okay to get excited. Like, I'm happy for this person. Mm-hmm. Like, you had a great thing. Um, what is it? Love and loss or never loved at all? You know, like it's better, better to have loved, loved and lost right. than never loved at all. Like, yeah, yeah like I, I don't know. I, I don't look back on any failed relationship of mine with this like 
negativity or waste of time factor. And maybe that's going back to our initial conversation about the clock. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, I'm sure there are women out there that are like, I wasted two years, like, with this guy. And now I'm out here well, single again. Well, now you're in a again. different position. Yeah, that's kind of like dating is not a kind of thing where you can be it really fully 100% dating several people at one time, like fully dating them. Yeah. You can't have like three girlfriends. No, you definitely can't. Or can. three boyfriends. I don't know how these polygamists do it. That's what I mean, like for that, for the guys, for, if you could have, if you could be dating multiple men at one time and then like see, see which one it works out with that it happens, like that might be like a different You'd feel you have different. different pressure on it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's good. What you're saying is correct. Like if you could date a bunch of different people and, ha- you know, like like just like in the same vein of like right. you have the podcast. You've got all you have this the, stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I, 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 to me, though, it's being fully okay with your standard. Mm-hmm. So for this woman, I'm pumped. Great date. Great second date. We slept together. Had a good time. If he backs off on the third date, then you go, hey, what's the deal? I'm having a great time. And and he'll go, well, I'm busy this week. All right, well, what's the plan for the next week? And then he goes, I will see it and go. And then you can, I I think we have to be okay with spitting people back out. I think like the whole idea of like being with someone for a year where you're half happy. Right. You know, like what? Because you had a good first date. You're hoping for that first date to happen again. But every other date after that has been nothing. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, like I, I think like. Holding on to okay hands is a very is 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 the toughest part about love. Like I was watching, right? Like well, like you said, it's the toughest part about dating with like this uh, with this little invisible clock, sort of like in looming looming in the background of your life. Is like it is hard to be a hundred percent fully not in it for the right reasons, but like. In a sense of being about like just that, just your connection it, it, with this yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. It's like, not it's so not, romantic. Not, There's practicality right, has right. to work its way It doesn't exist in, in a va- the, your relationship with this person doesn't exist in a vacuum. There's yeah. a lot of other factors that go into like the way that you see that panning out. But you know the the yeah, I agree with that. And then, and at a certain point, you have to be honest with the person about those practical things because right. it, at some point, if you're not saying to them, "Hey, uh, like you know, I'm looking to move forward with my life." Mm-hmm. If you're not, that's cool, but I need to move forward. I'm not going to make... I think a lot of times with when, when people get practical, they're first of all afraid to hear that the other person doesn't want to be practical with you. Right. They're afraid to get you dumped, know, turned yeah. dumped. Yeah. So they they push off being honest about the things that they want and need yeah, and the clock scary. that actually exists. Right. Um, and then they... There was another point that I totally fucking had a brain fart on. Well, I mean, that that's why it's annoying when guys are kind of like... Oh well, like, why can't we just like have fun, see where it goes? Why well, do we need? To, why do we need to plan everything? Well, and the reason we need to plan everything is because like, <laughs> you're working with 13 more years. Yeah. Well, so it's the, like, yeah, if you're on vacation for a month and a half, you don't have to make as many concrete but, plans. If you're on vacation <laughs> for three days, you might want to have an idea about what, where you're going. But <laughs> but if you're <laughs> holding on to a guy who's going, why do we gotta plan everything? You're with the wrong guy. Right. Yeah. You're, you're with someone well, who doesn't there understand. There are a lot of guys who say that kind of thing when you're trying to like, or if you're trying to define a relationship or it's, or move forward anyway, you can't just be like, let's, I'm having a great time. Are you having a great time? Let's have some fun. Like, it is really and, hard to like push off delusion too. With the, what do you mean? Whole, I, I was watching, I have to bring this up. Okay. 
You ever watch 90 Day Fiance? You ta- I need to watch it. It's We'll, we'll discuss it. It's when the I, best yeah. edited show on TV because they give you little bits, 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 bits of each more? of the couples. You always want more. You never want the episodes to end. I can't stop watching I got to get on it. Is it on Hulu? I'll check it out. TLC, wherever it is. There's the most, what's interesting is you immediately understand that love is a drug. You, yeah, It, it totally. is a total drug um, because these people have, you're watching, basically the, the premise of the show is you meet someone online that's from Turkey. Mm-hmm. And I'm using Turkey because there was there's a specific person on okay. this. So then you guys talk online and then you're like, we're getting engaged. There's okay. a 90 day period where they can come over here and you can make sure this is okay it's like a 90 day visa and then at the end of it you got to get married or they have to go home okay i think if i'm wrong if i'm totally wrong then i've i have no idea what's on the show i just like watching it but i think i'm right (laughs) that sounds right so this guy what you find out is that these people get so far along with like you know this emotional masturbation we're like i have to get married this is someone who said they would Right. That they'll look over anything. They're an addict. They're addicted to this relationship working out. Right. There was one guy, the guy's from Turkey. She's from Ohio, uh, Nebraska. And they don't even speak the same language. He doesn't speak English. She doesn't speak Turkish. They're communicating through Google Translate. Fully? The, he's right. in the car with her for three hours going, but like pointing out the window he's in her yeah this is exactly but I, I have to understand that she's going yeah we don't speak the language but he's in the car with me well it depends it depends really like that's what I'm saying it's like if you're starved for love right if you're starved yeah. for it if you haven't gotten any of it then then you start to take whatever you can get well this is the thing yeah. because you know what you realize the only rational people on the show are the children mm-hmm. she has three boys and there's like a scene like <laughs> there's a scene and the and the young they're like 12 and below right and because they don't know love they don't know what her clock is mm-hmm. like they're, they're the only they ones that it. speak like adults right they're like the why one, are you the 10 year old kid this? looks at her and is like don't you think it's a little soon diane <laughs> <laughs> you know like and right. you're like Wow, the kid gets it. It's not that he gets it. It's that he he's not... He doesn't get the other things that are going into He's never tried love before. Right. right. He's well, never had the coke. I mean, the he reason, doesn't know how good it tastes. You know, I mean, like, the reason she's so into it, like, again, is because, like, it's like, imagine you were, like, going on audition, going on audition when you didn't have any money to pay your rent. Like, you'd be like, I gotta get... I gotta make this thing ticket. work. Oh, you gotta, like, burn... You gotta light yourself on fire for this audition. You'd be like, whatever. I gotta do what I gotta Give do. Give me the kerosene, right. baby. I gotta pay yeah. the rent. Like, I gotta... Stay I get it. This. Like, it's like, the more... That's... Well, that's that's what I'm saying. You gotta make sure when you're dating that you're not dating as if you're, like, starving. Well, you have to create your own life. You have to create other happiness. Yeah. If, 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 if... And I do understand where you're like... If you're sitting here listening going, the only way to be happy is to mm-hmm. have a husband or a wife and to live forever with that person, right. then you're fucked. <laughs> like, yeah. and, and, and have three kids. And if you're thinking that's the only way I'll ever be happy, I understand that's a part of happiness. Mm-hmm. I want that too. Right. I'm here with you. But there's got to be other things. That's the only thing. If that's right. the only thing, yeah. you're, you're, if you can't get into this, because then you're not even going to have fun with the only thing you want. Mm-hmm. If this woman in this email, to bring it all the way back around to this woman who's had the best date of her life, I, I'm cheering for her. Yeah. I want this to work out, but it probably won't. 
So have fun while it's while well, it's going I'm saying good. That's that's the curbed the curbing of the enthusiasm that I'm yeah. saying is is necessary in any relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can get excited while knowing that it probably won't work out. But you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like to me because like then if you're we'll if see you see the next episode, well, I'm saying you know, if like, you understand intrinsically that like a lot of things don't work out, and yeah. this person isn't as great in your, and after two great dates, you can really build someone into being like an amazing, incredible person. Of course, there mo- no one is that person. No, no one is your, no one is the person they met on the second date. Not one of us. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So for me, like if you're thinking about you're thinking about whoever you're whatever you're projecting onto this person is all the things that you want in a partner. You're pretending that that's what they are and no one is that person well so th- this it's is just awareness. remembering that you don't really that's why for me it's like if i ever if I, when i would get into those those head spaces of like mm-hmm. i'm imagining this like husband with three kids and like this is gonna be our life together i'm like oh wait, wait, wait i don't really know them let's just go day sure. by day let's have fun let's not like let's stay in this moment well here's the other thing i can imagine my life with anyone <laughs> so take that's that a, do that exercise that's a great uh, way to start your vows <laughs> at the altar but yeah <laughs> i could um, be up here this could be anyone this could be any, well but I'm, it's you but i'm saying to this person <laughs> and you were here you right. know like i i'm saying to this person if you can ima- go imagine your life with a lot of different people and you'll go all right yeah it's gonna happen with someone that one doesn't seem as good as that one but whatever you know like Wait, it's okay to imagine your life right. with them. Well, I, I think, think of it like buying a house. Like I could imagine my, or going apartment, you look at apartment, yeah. you're like I could imagine living here. I see what life would be, yeah. But you could also live in a lot, a lot of other places that would be great. Yeah. yeah, let's play some games. Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Let's play All some right. Red Flag Deal Breaker. They secretly ha- save a hot pic of your cousin from Instagram, and when you find the pic, confront them about it, they admit to masturbating to it. This actually happened to my friend. <laughs> Oof! That's tough. <laughs> Why would anyone admit to that? I oh, mean, yeah. oh, I'm trying to think of... picture of your cousin? Yeah, I just, I needed a picture to Matt to, I was jerking off, and I needed a picture real quick. If any guy... <laughs> emer- breaking case of emergency who would come. say that right well he's a bad liar yeah if I'm a guy if I if any guy gets in this situation mm-hmm. where you have a screenshot of your cousin, girlfriend's hot cousin. Co- hot cousin okay all your your excuse Accident. has to be I was sending it to a friend I want to fix them up oh that's a good one that's the only excuse <laughs> I was masturbating I was ma- that's uh, a thing. Because that's masturbating a thing. that's like a bad liar that's the thing even if someone did that, and I can under, I can imagine a scenario where that might happen, where someone that you were dating might do that. I. It is not. Listen, that, that is not the crime. No, the crime is how bad you are at the lying. The crime is telling yeah. someone about it. Because like I would never be able to date that person. It ruined. Well, hold on. Not because they did it, but uh, because I knew for a hundred percent certainty. We had to, that let's go back it. a few episodes when I said it would be tough for me to date someone who I knew they fucked my cousin. Well, that's different. And then I was like, oh, well, that's I'm different. just saying. No, that's doesn't... different because they actually, like, the person was involved. That's not, like, that's not debatable. Okay. This is, like, something that only happened in your mind, right? We all think things throughout the day. Some of them are not the most pure. Sure. Right? Some of them are not the most pure. It's okay to think. I don't think we need to, like, 
We need to patrol our partner's thoughts. No, I'm with you. I mean, right? well, this is a little more than thought. There's some, there's some, there's there's some evidence left behind. It's not a screenshot of them naked. It's and a screenshot come. of a public of a public Instagram, right? There's a lot of excuses for that. It's kind of sure. like when you're in your search history, right? Mm-hmm. We all search for some weird shit, right? Absolutely. I don't need to patrol that either. No. I also don't need to like you can know, know too much. You don't need to. I don't think you need to know everything about the person you're dating. I'm with you. If they had sex with your cousin, that is a different story. Okay. That is a like well, actual action <laughs> that happened. They're both their cousin was involved okay. in a full way. This yeah. is like your cousin has nothing really to do with this, like as herself. <laughs> is it a red flag or deal breaker? If he told me the reason. This whole thing. They admit to admit, masturbating. He admits to it. to it, I'm out. You're out. If I just found it and he said that he was trying to split um set her up, even if that's not true, or something that I would probably be less likely to actually find out if it's true or not, like he Fine. has a, so if he has a screenshot and he goes, I sent it to a friend because I thought she was hot and she's. And I wouldn't he's say single. I wouldn't say I thought she was hot. Well, would, listen, I'm I'm saying it can't okay. be perfect scenario. I, thought you, I uh, yeah, your cousin, she's cute, and I so I sent it to my friend. He's single, and I was just showing her how cute she is. I was just showing her how cute she is. <laughs> I don't really like that one either. Well, this is the it have to be for a reason. What about yeah? The reason is she's right. cute. And my friend is All right, let's turn kind this, of a let's, fucking let's horn ask. dog like me. Then no, that one's a, that one's Deal out. Yeah. Okay. What about for you? It's like you you find a she screenshot. She screenshotted a picture of your brother. Okay, my brother. Yeah. And then she says to me, "He's cute." I sent it to a friend. Just to show him how cute he was. I'd be okay with it. That that's that's a fine. That's because women I, are not disgusting <laughs> like you guys are, or like. <laughs> What's he? I mean, what if it, what if she said I was I was masturbating? I, <laughs> yeah, I took a screenshot of your brother, and now I've been flicking my yeah, bean to it right. for weeks. Yeah, I I mean, that's so beyond the <laughs> the usual speaking points of women right. that I'd be like, what? <laughs> like 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 I it's so out of the ordinary. <laughs> For her to be like, oh, yeah, this is a pic. Oh, I was like, what's that picture of my brother? Just say it as disgusting it be... as you could possibly say it. <laughs> just, uh, I've just. Uh... I'll be the girl. Okay. Ready? <laughs> so I can't even do be that disgusting. Yeah. All right. What is this? Uh, oh, what is this picture of my brother on your phone? Why did you have a screenshot? Oh, I took a screenshot. Um, Why? He's he's hot. I, and I actually, I was flicking my. <laughs> No one my, uses that term. Flicking my bean I don't I, for like hours, like okay. to the point I have a callus on my finger from how much I masturbated yesterday. And and you're fine with this? I wouldn't be fine. It'd be a lot. Well, that's what I'd I'm be saying. like. I'd be like, what what happened to you? <laughs> like, I, would you was, be out? Um, yeah, I probably. Be it'd out. be weird now be weird. with your brother be, and her. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of information. Yeah. To like no like, but what if she just she had, had a night with a candle? What if she had the screenshot and that's actually what she was doing with it? But she, as far as you you were told, she was trying maybe setting him up with someone. No, but I would believe that because right. it's so close to the thought I would have of a woman doing. You know what I mean? Like right. uh, almost social, social. So even if that's what she was doing, social but you didn't norms, really know. gender norms save her in this situation and kill this dude. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like you can't really patrol thoughts mm. let's do another 
You want to read this I'll one? read it. Hey, Jai Jai and Jay, long-time listener, first-time writing in. I'm a huge fan of the pod and glad I finally have an excuse to write in and procure your ultimate wisdom. I've been dating a guy for a few weeks and everything is going great. We go on fun dates. I've met his totally awesome friends. He's very upfront with how much he likes me. There's only one catch. He doesn't have a driver's license or a car. This wouldn't matter. <laughs> oh. This wouldn't matter if we lived in the city, but we live in the most rural of areas. This means if we want to hang out, I either have to go to his house and hang or pick him up and drive us somewhere. I don't. I really don't want to be his this to be a deal breaker but i'm also thinking of future instances where i can't just ask him to come over and hang out instead i have to always have to go pick him up an hour drive round trip this means we're not always at his place this means we're always at his place even though i live alone in an apartment and have love having people over slash not having to drive should i allow this to continue knowing that i'll grow in increasingly resentful should i put a more more pressure on him to get a license a process that could take months or a year is this a deal breaker help I like that she writes a process that could take months or a year. Every day you push it off, it's another year. It's another day. He's not he's not out there studying the road rules. No. <laughs> he's, not on the, he's not in he's the not student the driver. Yeah. It's a deal breaker. You're her you're his you're his caretaker. Right. You're not I, his girlfriend. I think it's a deal breaker if you mention it and he's not interested in getting a license. Yeah, I I mean, New York City no license. Get Fine, it. Yeah. Totally Rural get it. area, no license. Even LA, I get it. Like now LA, you could Uber everywhere. You could be like, I'm Uber. No. And I would go, fine. Sure. You, you, Probably you, comes out to the same amount. It <laughs> comes out to the same amount. But like I, I'm saying, same amount with less stress. Right. So you go, I, this is how I live my life now. I don't but want I'm a car. But I'm figuring out a way to get to you. That's exactly. Uber's Rural, that means Uber's not even like, you can't even use an Uber like it's a tax. Like mm-hmm. it's like. Well, they're like, come over. And I'm like, okay, I'll call the cab company. <laughs> the limited we'll in, service will right. be here in three hours. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a deal breaker. This is a lack of motivation. This is a lack of uh, of independence that I wouldn't want to be with someone who couldn't. I think I'd have to I'd have to say, like, are you going to get a license soon? Because I really don't like to. I'd prefer to, like, stay at my place. And I don't really want to have to get you every single time. If they were like, yeah, they got to eh, make a move. I really don't feel like the need for it. I'd be like, OK, well, then this is, then I'm leaving. This is over. Yeah, deal breaker. This Either is way, what if they're like, I'm working on getting my license? Um, they'd have to really do it on their own. Because to me, someone who doesn't have their license, they're like, well, where do I sign up? Like, I feel like they'd be the right. type to ask you a question that's easily Googleable. Right. <laughs> what know? do I have like, to bring to the DMV? Yeah. <laughs> what's a, wait, where's the DMV? Right. Like, oh like my, my God. Mom. Yeah, She's yeah, like, yeah. how do I use an ATM? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, it's, no, yeah. game over. Goodbye. Fair. Red flag deal breaker. Wait, what did you? Are you in? I'm I'm out if I if they're not actively working towards a license already. Mm-hmm. If it's like a if it's gonna be like a few months that I'm gonna have to deal with this and I re- everything about them is great, mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. If they're not like if they have no plans to get one, then I'm out. Oh yeah, yeah. I understand. Like, well, it's also like, how do you have autonomy if you don't have a? They're 28. Let's say they're 28, and they go. Oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe I should get... Like, don't you have any problem with you being the right. one? That's what I'm, yeah, like, then you don't this, have any... I would imagine this person doesn't have doesn't take initiative at all. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you're like, even you saying, hey, I got to leave or I'll go try or you... Like, yeah. even getting to that point attractive. is unattractive. I agree. Maybe it would be a deal breaker. <laughs> Let's do I one don't more. Know. At least I know you're not uh, you're not going out on the town. You ain't cheating. <laughs> unless someone <laughs> else... Picking you up. Who's picking you up. Red flag or deal breaker. Anytime they hear of a new product they want, they say, I'm going to ask for this. I'm going to ask for this for Christmas. <laughs> That's a deal breaker for me. I, yeah. 
Because it's like, go get it yourself. Yeah. Like, that's, well, that's kind of different... like the car person. Sure. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna ask him to pick me up at eight. It's like, no. No. Yeah, no, no. This is a difference of, like, lifestyle to me. Right. Like, growing up, like, yeah, I was probably a spoiled kid. I'm probably still spoiled today. Mm-hmm. But it was never like, and you'll get it for your birthday. Like, it was like, you need it? Go, let's fucking just get it. You need right. a jacket? Get the fucking jacket. Well, as, yeah, like, as an adult, you really need to... day one of Hanukkah, we'll see. It's like, I don't want to... Like, even as a child, that doesn't resonate to me. Like, I'd say, if, if anyone ever said, well, we'll wait till Christmas or wait till Passover, whatever the fucking holiday is, or what your birthday... No. No? Just, the free it's just get whatever they well, want. Well, whatever no, they want. No, but it wasn't like this. It would be like, you don't need that. Shut the fuck up. You know, like if it was a toy, well, they would be like, you don't need that. Stop. Mm. It would be like, I, I don't I want understand it. the whole like, you want this toy. I'm going to make you wait for it because you can't just have anything you want when you want it. I understand that. But, but I'm there's saying. There's occasions surrounding this thing. I also understand a parent going, no. Well, that, that too. But instead of going, well, you better be good for Christmas. Why don't you be good all the time? And then maybe you'll want something else when Christmas comes. We might have different parenting styles. <laughs> I think I'd be like, well, your birthday's coming up and we'll see how like, you know, how we'll many, see how how many fucking then. tantrums you're going to be throwing between now and then. Your kids are bad. Well. <laughs> a lot of tantrums. I've, I've seen a lot of kids. <laughs> well, yeah. But, but yeah. Sometimes that's the only leverage you have. Yeah. You're dealing with. We did. We did talk about Thanksgiving and how it's just screaming the yeah. whole time. So I, I get that. My uh, my grandma when she was when we were kids used to always blame like she'd always be like the man's gonna come. The man. She'd blame. She would like instead of her way of getting us to do whatever like, sure. she wanted needed us to do was just be like, well, the man says we gotta leave like early. Like the man says that the park <laughs> is closing. So we're. Li- I'd be like, oh fuck the man. Yeah. Like, we wanted to stay. When I grow up, I'm creating a company for betches. <laughs> we won't ever talk to a man again. <laughs> until until you strolled in. Yeah, there right. Go. Anyway, that's our show. That's our show. That was fun. We did it. We did it again. Solved we dating. solved dating. Yes. Guys, if you're out there and you're on the West Coast, LA, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, Vancouver, Phoenix, Houston, Dallas, Austin, we're coming. We're coming. Get your tickets. Get your tickets uh, and send in your dating app profiles and deal reveals to UUP live, live at com. UUP live at Betches.com. And we'll be back next episode. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton, only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.